Hello, everyone. I am um, with uh, Dr. Rebecca Wong, um, and we are going to be uh, talking about very interesting topics, uh, machine learning, marketing, everything having to do with data and how to use it and how it's used and what's going to happen next. But uh, Rebecca, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit what you do? Sure, yeah. So again, my name is Rebecca Wong. Um, I am a fourth-year professor at Lehigh University. And before that, I got my doctoral degree from Kellogg School of Management uh, of Northwestern University. And then before that, I worked six years in industry, first as a consultant with Monitor Group, which is now part of Deloitte Consulting, and later on as a data engineer for a, then it was a startup company. Um, so I had a lot of experience with data. And then before that, my undergraduate and master degrees are actually in engineering. So what is your area of expertise? So it right is now? marketing, specifically digital and uh, mobile marketing specifically. That's mostly the context that I study. It's not limited to that. I also have a lot of other projects related to consumer behaviors and uh, consumer research, but mostly it's digital context. So within that context, um, uh, we're going to be talking about one of the study that you're currently conducting. Uh, but before that, uh, I thought that um, because you're probably using it, you could talk to us a little bit about machine learning. What machine learning is and the different types of machine learning, I guess, is very gentle introduction, if you will. So to discuss what machine learning is, I think we need to contrast it with rule-based programming. So rule-based programming essentially is you give data to a computer and you give the computer also rules and then it will output something. So for instance, if I were a company and I sell baby products and I want to do micro-targeting, and micro-targeting for those who aren't marketing folks, it simply means you are targeting each individual customer with customized, individualized uh, promotional materials, the marketing mix, et cetera. All right, so let's say very simply, you know, I want to send emails to new mothers, and if the new mother's child is a son, the email's background will be blue. And let's say if the email, uh, sorry, the child is a girl, then the background will be pink. So that is rule-based programming because the input data you have is the gender of the child and the output is, you know, whether it's pink or blue. And then the rule that you feed it is if the child is a boy, then background is blue. Otherwise, it's pink. So that is rule-based programming. Now, machine learning, instead of outputting just pink or blue, is trying to figure out that rule. It's trying to figure out that, yes, if it's a boy, then it's blue. Otherwise, it's pink. So that's what the goal of machine learning is. The output of machine learning is that rule. It's not uh, the prediction. Figuring out that rule uh, afterwards, then you can do prediction to figure out whether if I should send blue or pink. So let's take a more concrete example you know, from my industry days. So when I was working industry, we uh, hypothesized 
you know, somewhat correctly that there are some customers who are very loyal and some customers who are, you know, just buying occasionally. And my client was a grocery store chain. So we further hypothesized correctly that if you're a loyal customer, uh, your purchase behavior and your content, right, your basket content is going to be very different from people who are just buying occasionally. So if I were to send you uh, a coupon, if you're a loyal customer, I want to thank you for your loyalty, right? Versus let's say, if you're an occasional customer, I want to send you a coupon to lure you into the store. That coupon is going to be different. So how do we figure that out? How do we figure out the content of that coupon. So the end result is the content of that coupon. That comes out from rule-based programming, yes, but what are those rules? So we use machine learning to figure out those rules. So first, we do customer segmentation based on their content, the basket's content, uh, their purchase frequency, and uh, you know how big their basket is, so basket size, all that good stuff. So this is what we call unsupervised learning because it is uh, there. There are no labels, right? There, are, when when you get the data, the data it doesn't say this customer is loyal versus this customer is occasional. You 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 get that insight from the data itself. So essentially, you're trying to use as many characteristics, relevant characteristics as possible, and you're trying to separate customers into different groups. Right, so this is what I mean by unsupervised learning. Uh, using, I believe we use neural network. I believe we use k-means clustering for the k-means clustering for the segmentation, and then afterwards, so we use k-means clustering to basically cluster the customers into different groups. And let's say if it's occasional versus uh, loyal, and then. Uh, you know, based on that clustering, we then look at, you know, if it's a loyal customer, uh, what do they buy most frequently? Uh, for that, you can simply do exploratory analysis or, you know, very simple statistics. That works. Or you can say, you know, when you come in, right, for all the basket, what, what are the categories that you, uh, you buy the most? And if I were to thank you, then the content of that coupon would then include those categories. If it's uh, a occasional customer, then you know, some way, somehow, I, I probably figure out uh, through association rules that when you buy bread, let's say you also buy milk. Um, maybe I then realize that to get you into the store, I would give you a coupon. Uh, for these frequently purchased products. So basically what machine machine learning does is that it is really not so much is parsing the data, but it's trying to understand what the rule of engagement is. Is that what it's doing? The rule, so it's, all right, so machine learning is trying to figure out whether there's any pattern in the data so we can discern any rules uh, that can describe the relationship amongst the variables. So how is that different from regression, for example? So it's not. So regression, right, linear regression, is actually a type of machine learning. Specifically, it is supervised machine learning because in OLS, ordinary least square regression, uh, you have a Y variable on the left-hand side, and you have all the X variables of interest on the right-hand side. So this is definitely one type of supervised machine learning. 
is just with and 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 so uh, with machine learning what are we referring to specifically a language a software a program or a technique it's a concept and a discipline a method so it's kind of like what is econometrics and how do we implement it then what do we use to implement machine learning then So a lot of times it's actually not that much different from econometrics. Uh, some of the techniques are actually similar, if not exactly the same. You're just using different terminologies. In terms of implementation, right? Typical programs will work, right? Python, SAS, um, R. Mm -hmm. These all have machine learning packages. And a lot of times, it really is just terminologies that are different. So why are we using more of it now than before? We never heard of, I mean, we heard regression. That was big, linear regression. But machine learning seems to be everywhere now. Why is that? You mean social science. Yes. Right, because it's existed for decades in computer science. Um Right and okay, so in computer science, you've had this forever. Uh, yeah, I mean, but in so social science, Alan I get Turing you. is the one. Right back in the 1950s, he hypothesized that there will be, you know, a type of machine that can develop artificial intelligence over time. Right, so he was the one that actually theorized this idea. <laughs> okay, so you brought up uh, artificial intelligence. Okay, so now, so artificial intelligence is that the big box? And machine learning, because there's, there's artificial intelligence, there is reinforcement learning, there's deep learning, and there's machine learning. Where, where do we fit? Where is machine learning? <laughs> so this, again, uh, depends on who you ask. So I feel like machine learning, what manifests, right? The result of machine learning hopefully would um, manifest in artificial intelligence, right? Reinforcement learning is, so when you train the model, uh, it's not just a one-shot game. So um, there's some sort of output, uh, some sort of um, utility at the end, which then gets feedback again to the learning process. Uh, so that's reinforcement learning. I don't want to you know, claim to be a reinforcement learning expert. That's so far from the truth. Um, and deep learning, essentially, it's, So neural network comes is the precursor of of deep learning. So essentially, it's a massive. Just think about this is not exactly correct, but just think about a neural network with many, many, many layers in between. Uh, so it uh, you know so with a lot of data, uh, it can you know the, the end result is it makes very uh, highly accurate predictions. Machine learning allows you to. Uh, better understand the rules or find out what the rules yes, are. Yes, and deep learning is a type of machine learning. It's a type of machine yes. learning. It's been around forever, mm -hmm. 1950s. And now in social sciences, mm -hmm. why do you think that is? So I think it's because of data availability. Uh, so I think nowadays, you know, we generate so much data as we go about our daily lives. Uh, everything's being digitalized. So we have so much data we can now examine to answer social science-related questions. And to in, uh, in order to take advantage of all of this data, we now need new tools. And machine learning is actually a very good framework because there are things that 
existing econometrics that don't exist or are not as emphasized in machine learning. But a lot of these traditional tools actually um, are covered under machine learning. So I think that's why we're looking into uh, machine learning more so these days. Okay. And uh, we talked at the beginning that you were working on a you, you were doing some type of research. Well, so I do a lot of research, yeah. yeah? Um, so let's see. Uh, I work on mobile projects. I work on uh, content analysis, and I also work on uh, customer loyalty program data. Right? So for one of these projects, I say the customer loyalty data, again, right? I use K-means clustering to cluster customers into different segments, and I analyze uh, when they adopt a mobile app, for instance, uh, how does that affect their engagement behavior with the loyalty program and also the loyalty program's retailers. You know, this uses both um, supervised learning for segmentation and also, and also supervised learning, as well as uh, this notion of causal inference from econometrics. So there's more data. I, I guess people don't realize, maybe you could give them a sense as to where the data comes from. Because I don't think people realize, mm. you know, what, what do you mean data? From, from what? From my computer? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, wow, data is being generated everywhere these days, right? So, But a lot you, of it, right? I mean, yeah, tremendous. Yeah, and, and a lot of hey, it. Where is it all going? That's the other thing, too. But anyway. Well, so when whenever you like a page on Facebook, right, when you're browsing for a product as you're shopping for Black Friday on Amazon, right? Each page you visit, each click that you, each button you click on, right? All of that is being recorded. Um, and uh, when you watch Netflix, right? And you pause at certain scenes, right? You fast forward, you uh, only watched for three seconds and then you bounced. All of this is recorded. Like when when you bounce, when you stopped, um, how many times you've watched the same scene over and over. So all of that is being recorded. When you go to Costco, let's say, right, and you scanned your Costco card, and this is actually a very traditional. Like we've been doing this for years, right? This is um, there's, there's a a little bit outdated terminology now called database marketing, and that that's where it comes from. So back in the old days, right, you have a loyalty card, uh, such as Costco or CVS, and then you scan that card, and all of your information will then be captured, right? And we know that, you know, this basket is purchased by, let's say, John Smith, and then John Smith's last visit was three weeks ago, right, at 2 p.m., let's say, right? So all of that... Um, was captured. And this technology existed forever. Um, but nowadays, because of social media, because more and more things are becoming digital, we now e observe even more things. Where is the data going? So, Aren't we running out of space at some point? Uh, no. <laughs> so the hardware issue, uh, that's a little bit beyond my scope mm -hmm. of expertise, to be honest. But, um, but, you know, so for instance, Microsoft, they have servers uh, computer servers, right? Huge computers buried under the sea because now then they can use seawater to cool down the servers instead I didn't of know that. Okay. Uh, using fans. So they're, and I think Google has its own microchip fabrication facilities, right? Um, so I don't think 
you know, we're going to run out of space or anything. But so then are we coming up with new ways of analyzing that mass amount of data? We can't use the same old techniques. Yeah, so that's why this is an evolving field, right? So yeah. there's a notion that, so, so some people, they call themselves data scientists rather than computer scientists or data analysts, right? It's, it's, it's so, so the scope of data science is a little bit bigger, right? You have to also figure out how to gather the data, how do you uh, scrape it, clean it, right? Machine learning as a discipline, it's actually pretty academic. Uh, it's really all about optimization, really. Mm-hmm. Whereas data science, I think, uh, encompasses the academic part, but as, uh, as well as how do you scrape the data, how do you pull the data. Now, as social scientists, I think it really depends on what kind of questions you want to ask. Um, so my former marketing professor, Kung Pals, from, well, he used to be at Dartmouth College, but now he's at Northeastern. Um, he actually, you know, famously said, uh, it's not really about the big data, it's actually about the small data, because to get at causal inferences, sometimes it's not really the data size that matters. It's what type of data under what context the data is being collected. I think that matters more. And I wholeheartedly agree with this point. Data scientist versus data engineer. Is there a topic there? So I think they're probably the same. Uh, I do think that data science is probably more academic. So not only you need to know how to handle the data, but you should also know the theory, right? You should be well-versed in data, uh, in machine learning. Mm-hmm. Whereas data engineer, I think, is really more about uh, how to make the data work. Um, and a lot of times it's um, how it works in production. So, for instance, while I was a data engineer, we would design and implement dashboards, online dashboards, so that C-suite people, right, executive executives can log on and see how they're doing with their performance metrics and all of that. So the performance metrics, the calculations are very simple. There's no learning, really. It's just straight up average, year on year um, differences, right? rolling averages and, and all of that. Uh, so it's very rule-based programming. Um, and I think data engineer would use rule-based program more so than data scientists. Well, I want to <laughs> thank you very much, Rebecca, for your uh, your help on this. I think uh, it should help people without getting too into the weeds right now and too complicated, but I think give us an overview of machine learning and what's going on with data scientists and data engineer and, uh, and the fact that uh, we're generating a lot more data than people actually think think they are. And I guess a question we could ask is, you know, shouldn't we get paid as a data provider to, um, but we'll, 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 we'll address this in a, in a different, uh, in different podcast. So I want to thank you very much. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much, Patrick. Thank you very much for your uh, participation. Okay. Bye. Great.